Hello, this is Becca Honeycutt, host of Soul Truth Podcast and owner of bridging-realms.com. I am an irreverent and apologetic shadow worker who unleashes raw expression for tough self-reliant women who feel held hostage by the repressed rage and silence of childhood abuse. <sighs> Technically what I do is use shadow work to heal trauma in others and there's so much that I want to talk about today with you guys that at least is coming up for me. So a lot of this is going to start more like a share. So if it resonates, take what's useful and leave the rest um, as per usual. There is something currently moving. Today is April something or other, April 10th. And there's something currently moving in the energy systems that I am very attuned to along with the rest of my fellow healers um, that I check in with on a consistent basis. That there's like a um, holding pattern or a depression of the system. And this can look different for different people. It can look like actual depression in your emotional body. It can look like physical depression of your physical body. Um, there's a lot of different things that are moving right now. And... I figured I was just going to share with you a little bit about my experience and some other things that just really wanted to be expressed through me to you. And I'm just tuning into my own system right now to find out where to start. Okay, thank you. Um, so I ended up in a couple of rituals this week. Um, I do embodiment practices um, and a practice Shakti practices, which is basically my form of energy and my divinity spirituality practice. And a little bit about me. When I was little, I um, I was just this like ball of expression. You could not shut me up, shut me down, or <laughs> tell me to be quiet. Um, and at three, I started encountering um, different forms of abuse, sexual abuse, and um, physical abuse came a little bit later. Uh, but also there were parts of my parents that I was growing up with that, that were threatened by my way of expression. And because they were the adults, they knew they had to sit on me, quote unquote, and like shut that down because they were worried for my safety. Of course, that's not at all how I internalized it, but I'm past the blaming of all this stuff right now. So I'm literally just focused on the energy of what I'm talking about. And what that did was take a huge piece of my essential self away, like my essential way of being in the world. It was like, because some of these words get so overused, so I want to like really break it down. So essential self to me, in the way that I'm using this term, is like who I just came in as, like what I just was. It was an expression before I learned anything was quote unquote wrong with me. Once we learn something is wrong with us or we feel shamed or judged or whatever, that's when this whole other defendedness, um, masks that we put on, way of protecting ourselves come in, right? But before we think or hear or internalize that anything is wrong with us, we just are who we are. We're a complete expression of the divine. My expression of the divine was full on outright. I've always had the ability to see where humanities, people's humanities and their soul are unaligned. So basically what that looks like for me is where you might say one thing, but your actions don't meet what you're saying. Your actions and your words don't meet. 
And I would call people out on this at three, two, whatever. I started talking to two. They did not like this. I got in a lot of trouble because what I didn't realize was there was a piece of their subconscious that I could see or their subconscious behaviors that I could see that some of they didn't even know was there. They did not even have an attunement to it. And I'm wondering why are they not acting from this place? But because their soul or something in them can feel what I'm pointing out and they're not ready to face it. Instead, I got punished for that because they couldn't handle it. Okay. So that's piece. That's one piece of it. And when I learned that that piece of me was wrong, bad, whatever, and I internalized that, I shut it off. What came next was this overprotection, which was um, getting it right for other people to be loved. So now I'm getting love from doing or resisting. So like my body got bigger because I was pushing away. I was like, nope, don't come near me. I'm feeling invaded. And my expression got stifled and went underground and all of the energy that would express in me went into now hiding and protecting. So I have no expression. I'm feeling dead against the world, right? My spark has been dimmed and I don't know where it went. And after living like, I don't know, 40 some years like that, 30 some years, whatever it is, it just become a habit. It had just become a habit, right? And... I got so absorbed in the protecting and the defending and the cutting off my emotional expression and being leery of people and untrusting of people and all of this stuff. And there's a lot of things about that that I've since moved through in my healing, in my emotional body, in my psyche body, in my mental body. And what is happening for me right now is the physical body is on offer. And something opened up to me this week that said, it's time for you to be seen again. It's time for you to speak up again. It's time for you to show up as that unapologetic, just speak your truth kind of person. Right. And I've learned because of the way my essential self was, and then I shut it off and I came back to it. Um, I came back to that for a little bit out of defense where I would just walk around telling people what their problem was. Like, you know, I can see where you're out of alignment. So it's my job to tell you what your problem is, right? Totally had no business doing that because that was also coming from a place of defense. So now this is where I use those skills to help align people that pay me to see they're out of alignment and help put them back into their alignment when they're feeling like their actions aren't matching what they what their soul wants because of trauma, right? And I know I'm weaving in and out of here, so I'm hoping you're following this. So the first ritual I had had this week showed up and said, I want you in full expression. I want you in full sensation, like the ability to sense and feel everything. So I got put into probably um, spent an hour in that space, just getting reconnected to my body, getting reconnected to that essential self-expression that I hadn't been connected to in a long time with an open heart instead of a defended heart. And I was like, wow, this feels so like me. Like I feel so much like I, there's another piece and I didn't know that was living in my body, right? The next day I ended up in another ritual um, that was telling me 
to say goodbye to parts of my body. It was like where the trauma had been held that was making me unhealthy. And I ended up holding those pieces of my body and caressing them and saying, okay, because what I was getting from Shakti was in order for you to show up and be seen as your essential self in the power of your essential self, you have to say goodbye to that resistance and that protection and that swelling of your system that had depressed your expression in order to protect you. Right? Can you feel that? And I didn't even realize there's been, I've been trying to get my business up and running and I keep thinking I'm waiting on Shakti these last four months for something to move. And I didn't realize that it was my system that was having a depression feeling. And when I say my system, I mean my physical body because emotionally, if you're hearing my voice right now, I don't sound like a depressed person. I don't feel depressed in my emotional body. This was like, it's physical in my physical body where my cell memory is holding on to these memories of the depression around not expressing my truth, not being able to be free and expressive. And it's really hard to put this into words because it's so energetic. So I apologize if any of this is getting really weird in here. <laughs> but that piece of having to say goodbye to the parts of my cells that are holding on to the idea that I need to suppress myself, that I need to silence myself, that I need to defend against that. I was told this has to go in order for you to truly allow yourself to be seen because both of those things oppose each other and I can't identify with both of them in my system at the same time and expect to move from a place of being seen while I'm also holding on to this other piece that's like, shut it down, dim your light, be safe, right? One safety, one's expression. And for me, when I notice any kind of depression in my system, it takes me a really long time to move into realizing that there's an emotion that's being held stagnant in my system. So this is pretty true for the people I help where it's like you feel numb out, numbed out a lot of the time and you don't know what you're feeling. Um, and I've been wondering, why am I just sitting on the couch? I'm feeling so heavy. I can't even open my computer and to go type. My body won't do it. Like I can't. This is all symptoms of that. Right. But I don't know what's going on because my emotional body isn't letting me know, hey, your your system is sad right now. It took four months before my system could let me know, oh, the, I'm holding depression in my body, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Because part of what is around that defense system of suppressing yourself is the time it takes to get out because we're not on our time. I'm not on somebody else's time. I'm not on, you should be out of this by now. You should be over this. That's all fucking bullshit. Everybody's body is different. Everybody's system is different. And it takes the time that it takes you to heal fucking period. And I stand wholeheartedly for that. And I'm not saying there's not ways we hold ourselves back from that sometimes or, you know, need, we need help. But I just want to put out there that if you are feeling any of this, and if any of this is resonating for you, to have compassion for the part of yourself that is moving through or out or feeling any of this 
heaviness, stuckness, and sadness. And knowing that it's you're not going to be there forever. You don't have to be there forever. Life is coming back. And if we can grieve these pieces and witness them, they move through us much faster. And it isn't about finding them and going there and figuring it out. I'm waiting for my system to show me, right? So my system showed me and told me, you're holding on to this still in your body. It's time to say goodbye. I did not initiate this. This was initiated outside of like what felt like outside of me by spirit, Shakti, what I follow. And, and then it was time because sometimes if we try to move through this beforehand, it's not time. And we're pushing our system, which is just reinvading it again. And that is not going to help you move past this. And when my system decided to let go of that, I then entered this piece of grief because I'd been in this space of like telling my body, oh, you're too heavy. Oh, you're too this. Oh, you're too that. Right. And I had tried to get rid of it. I tried to make this move before and nothing's moving. I don't know why. I don't know why. There is a huge energetic component to this stuff that's being held in your system. And you cannot force energetics to move. They're outside of the physical realm, right? But when I finally started saying goodbye, now here comes the emotion of this grief. And I was surprised to find out that my system was like, but that's my teddy bear. All this inflammation in my system and this pushing out in this, it's been my teddy bear. It kept me, it was, I love it. And I was like, whoa. So it's like different levels of the onion of my system are revealing itself to me, right? And I have to be willing to grieve that. So I've been in this weird place of grief this month, you know, last two, two and a half weeks or something like that. And with this weird holding pattern we're in, it's like this feels to me what's on offer is this piece of grieving the old that isn't serving us anymore. Grieving it in a way that lets it, we're letting it go. It isn't a looping on this happened to me. And there is been, there are benefits in that too. So I'm not making that wrong, just FYI. But this is a different grief. This grief is like being willing to let go. I'm willing to let go of this teddy bear that kept me safe this whole time. I'm willing to let go of the way my cells have held my body together in tension and pain so that I could feel something. And then just allow that grief to move through you. I'm allowing it to move through me. And it's really interesting to grieve and feel like feel those emotions because usually when you're feeling grief, it's like, we don't want to feel this stuff. It hurts. Right. <laughs> and I do notice my system has avoidance before I go into it. But once I'm in it, I can feel this stuff leaving my system. Like there is a definite letting go happening. There's a clearing happening. It's not a looping thing that's happening to me. And it's literally saying goodbye to these energies as they're in my body and leaving me. And I can feel that and witness that. So I wanted to talk about that. And I wanted to offer that up to you and share a little bit about what I've been going through. Um, a lot of the energy of this is being with the helplessness, 
that I felt that I defended against in order to survive. Like, there's nothing wrong with any of this. All of this is valid. There's no like, you shouldn't have defended because you've been through it quicker. That's all the mind judging our ass if we're doing that to ourselves, right? It's just what it is. This is just where I am and my system's ready to move it. And it's hard for us to own the helplessness that we felt, that we experienced. And it's even harder to witness it without doing something or fixing something or changing something or reacting to it. It's a huge undertaking to just allow that to be there. And so if this is something that's moving through you in any way, shape or form, and you resonate with this, just know that I see you. Know that you're not alone. And that there's really nothing anyone can do to fix it. It's just about being with it. And sometimes being witnessed in it. So if you need a witness on this or you're interested in any of this work or you want more help or whatever it is, feel free to reach out like if it, to somebody, anybody, your friends, if you've got people who can hold space for this and get a witness on it. If you're interested in learning more about the work that I do, go visit my website at www.bridging-realms.com. Shoot me an email, download my free guide, join my newsletter, um, follow me on Instagram at Becca Honeycutt. And, you know, reach out, let me know. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear if this resonates. So feel free to share that as well. Um, you can also email me at Becca at bridging-realms.com. And if there's something you'd like me to talk about, I would be more than happy to hear from you and to um, share that here as well. So let me know. But this has been another episode of Soul Truth Expressed. I hope you're doing well. I see you. Have a great day.